everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited that you guys are here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really excited for this week's episode because we're chatting with one of my favorite people, Nicole Shepard from All Who Wander Events. She is a successful wedding planner in the industry and we've worked together a bunch and I'm really excited to have her on the show. So what we're going to talk about in this episode is her journey from being a wedding planner to now a boutique wedding owner so that her and her husband have created a new type of shopping experience for brides Um, they're creating a new store called wander atelier which is a modern boutique focused on making each and every client feel listened to taken care of and supported throughout their entire purchasing process and i thought this was such a great topic because it really talks about feeling um inclusive right the the whole thought of being inclusive and taking care of everybody and how that relates into being a wedding photographer and taking care of your couples so it's a little spin on their new adventure and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it and meet Nicole so a few things before we begin Um, if you haven't noticed already we are changing our company name so Brooklyn View Photography is now Janae Kirshner Photography and I'm really excited to have my name and my face be my brand so it's really um it's been in the works for a long time something I've wanted to do for a couple years and I'm really excited so you'll slowly start to see things roll out such as my Instagram is now Janae Kirshner Um, the website will change and going forward everything will be that so if you're new here we've got a new name Uh, If you like today's show, I would love for you to leave us a comment or a review on whichever platform you're listening on. Apple Podcasts is our most popular, so if you've got a second after the show, just go down there, leave us a five-star review, and it will help new listeners find us, and I would really, really appreciate it. Also, don't forget to visit us at www.twitchanae.com. You can read our latest blog posts, shop the links, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. All right, you guys. So let's get started. Grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you guys are here. We've got an amazing guest today. So we've got Nicole Shepard on the line. Can you say hello? Hello. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I know. Me too. I mean, we should just say that Nicole and I are friends. We've worked together a whole bunch. So I'm so pumped to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited. I was like, this will be easy for me to do my first podcast because I'm just talking to you. So (laughs) So I think that'll be great. Oh, that's awesome. So we're your first podcast. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yay. Go tea with Janae. So exciting. (laughs) Me too. Me too. So for people who don't know you, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how you got started. 
Yeah. So I'm Nicole Shepard. Um, I'm an event planner. I'm an event designer who owns All Who Wander Event Design. So I've been doing that since 2012. Um, but I'm also in the process of opening up a bridal shop called Wander Atelier with my husband, Andrew. So that's been a really, really fun experience. And it's really allowed us to kind of be a part of really every step of the planning process. Um, I started my business really after working in fashion and Honestly, I was just super burnt out. Like that industry is exactly what everyone says it is. So I took a job with Ruffled Blog to help her launch a wedding dress line. And I feel like my life has kind of come full circle from there. So I started planning. And then once I was kind of in this wedding industry, I just, I never left and started planning family and friends weddings. And then it, it just kind of, it really took off from there. And that was, I think I said that, but that was 2012. And it's just been really nonstop ever since. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't know you worked for Ruffled. You worked with Amanda? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. I... It, was a, it was a great first intro to it. I mean, I knew nothing really about the industry, but I knew fashion. So it was kind of a cool way to get involved. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Full circle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm really excited that you're here today because it's like a new topic and a new space for the podcast and for our listeners. And I'm really excited that you're, you're going to chat about your new journey as a shop owner. So let's talk about how you went from a wedding planner and you still are, you're still active. You have, you're not shutting yep. that down to a shop owner. How did that happen? Yeah. So I've really had the luxury over all of these years to just go to a ton of bridal appointments with my bride. So it's something that it's, it's nice to have someone there who kind of is this third party opinion. So, you know, I'm not your mom, I'm not your sister. I'm someone who has seen a ton of wedding dresses and I understand that process. So it's really fun to go. But the issue has been that nine times out of 10, there's always some sort of horror story or some sort of uncomfortability or just issues with the process as a whole. So whether or not your dress shopping experience is great, but then your getting the dress was had issues or your alterations process had issues or just plain you felt uncomfortable during the, the shopping process, which is what most of it is. So I've had this idea in the back of my head that somebody has to be able to do it differently. Like there has to be a better way. And a more inclusive way and just a way that people feel more comfortable doing something that is generally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of been this idea in the back of my head. And my husband is very entrepreneurial and, you know, he works at a job in healthcare and marketing now. And, you know, he's always wanted to open a business and we kind of took it as this opportunity where I could really do the consulting in the store and be with the brides and make sure that they're getting the experience that I want and training our employees to give the experience that I, that I want them to have where Andrew could do a lot of the back end work. So I am a self-proclaimed, you know, I'm not the money person. I am not the (laughs) computer person. Like I (laughs) want to be with the brides and I want to have that experience. I am not like, do not expect me to do math or do anything that involves the computer. So it was a great pairing of him and I just being able to kind of take on separate roles and really do this together. And it's just been, it's been such a fun ride. And I really feel like we're doing it differently than many of the other places are. And I'm just so excited to see it all come together. 
Yeah, I'm really excited too. I've been, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, you should. I'll link everything in the show notes. But the journey from bare bones to now you have sheetrock, it's like, oh, it's really happening. It's a hundred year old bank, which is amazing, but also terrifying. So it's, you know, we really, three quarters of our store was, didn't exist. I mean, there was no floor. We were looking over a balcony into the bank um, plaza from what used to be offices a hundred years ago. So we were looking down going, there's going to be a floor here and there's going to be a dressing room over here. And part of the store is an addition. So it's all really these three separate pieces that have come together to create our really big, awesome space. Oh, that's awesome. So what was your inspiration? Like you you just decided, Hey, we're, you know, you said it was in the back of your mind for a long time, but like, what was that spark that, that started this? It was just, it was really more and more conversations with my husband and just going to more appointments with my clients. And it's just, it was just more of the same thing. And I think I honestly, I think I just got so fed up with it that I I really started researching it. And once Andrew got involved, it really snowballed. And honestly, the thing that the straw that broke the camel's back was seeing the bank. Um, I was driving past, it's literally three minutes from our house. I was driving past one day and I saw that this real estate developer that had done a bank on that block before had bought this one. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out because it's, it's really a special, special building. And there's just something about it that was drawing me to it. And we went in there, he walked us over to the older bank that he did. And we were like there, I mean, I I was in, I was a hundred percent. in. I said, I can see it. This is what I wanted. It's in a great location. It's exactly what this area needs and it's exactly what the industry needs. And I think it was just being able to see that and put it all together. Andrew and I just kind of looked at each other and it all clicked. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about your new shop a little bit. Why or how is it going to be different for brides? Yes. Okay. So this is, (laughs) this is the big, the big ticket item. Um, You know, one of the biggest thing was I don't have a place that as a planner, I can 100% recommend knowing that all my brides are going to go in and have a good experience. And that was really part of what was bothering me so much. And it really, like I said, came from this laundry list of complaints from brides that are just running through my head constantly about like body shaming and packing people in like cattle and like just this parading outside of other people that they didn't bring with them. Like who wants someone else's Aunt Susan's opinion of their dress that may or may not be too small or too big that you're walking in front of in these big bright lights in front of all these all these mirrors. And it's crazy. I mean, the experience is is nuts. And I think the first um, the first way that it's going to be different is that we're really creating an environment and a really fun environment in the space, but it's also very private. So when you walk into the store, there's a really large showroom that'll house all the dresses. It'll have a couple different lounge areas, seating areas, and then all the accessories. But when you and your group are taken back with your consultant, there's three separate private rooms. So they're all, there's these big glass and black frame sliding glass doors that you'll go into your room and there's a lounge area, bar cart, kind of your, it's your own little environment. And then there's a dressing room in there. Mm -hmm. So you're still able to have 
that moment where you're coming out to your friends and your family if you want to or if you don't want to. You're still able to have that private that privacy with your consultant, but your group are the only people who are seeing you. So we feel like that fosters just a little bit more honesty about how you're feeling about things. One, um, we don't want you to feel like, oh, I don't want to go out in front of this other bride because if I don't necessarily like it, like I don't like what if she tried that on or, you know, there's just so much to think about when you're in front of all these other people that you don't know that we wanted to eliminate that entirely. So the private dressing rooms are really going to help where you're still involved in what's going on in the store, but you're able to really be honest and open. And look, if something doesn't, if one of the samples is again, too big or too small for your dress size, that's fine because you're only walking out in front of people you feel super, super comfortable with. And we can, you know, the way that we work those samples is we add in fabric paneling or we use clips or, you know, we can really make the dress look awesome no matter what your body type is. But some people don't feel as comfortable as others just kind of strutting their stuff in front, <laughs> in front of whoever. So we wanted to make it feel really, really um, just honest and private and a fun experience and none of these pushy sales tactics. And that's kind of our second reason and that it's going to be different is we think that the whole commission-based sales scheme of wedding dresses is just super nuts and just really pushy and we want you to have a great experience and you know obviously we ultimately want you to buy a dress but if you don't find what you're looking for it's really the experience and feeling empowered to find the right thing for you that's what we want to send you away with so it's not our job to push you into something that doesn't work just because you get, we get a commission or the, the consultant gets a commission. That's not how we're doing it. We're there to help guide you toward what you're going to feel your best in, no matter what your wedding is or your wedding budget is or where it is or who you are, you know, all of that is just taken out of the equation and it's about making you feel comfortable and empowered during that process. Yeah. I love that. It's like, you know, cause I'm, I'm a modest mouse. I will, I will tell you that, you know, Same I, here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a modest mouse. Like I did like the whole bra trick and underwear trick during like mm-hmm. gym class. And, you know, I didn't want anyone to see me and things have changed since having a baby. Cause I'm like, whatever, it's all, everybody's seen it. <laughs> but for, for people who are more modest or, you know, it sucks when you try on a dress and let's say you're a size six and it's a, says a size six, but it's an old size six, you know, cause like the, right. it, and it doesn't fit you and then you feel bad. So I, I like that you're going to make it really more, um, an enjoyable experience for, for brides to be, which I think is really, really special because, you know, this is a side of the wedding industry that I don't really even think about or, <laughs> um, or get involved in, you know, I recommend like places to go because of where my brides like end up, you know what I mean? Like they will wear Pronovius. I'm like, Oh, Pronovius is a great dress. Right. So I always recommend them. And then, you know, there's like mirror and stuff like that, which my brides have worn. So I just do it from past brides, but you are really in the beginning of it because you're the planner, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're the ones who are sitting there at those appointments and it's really, you know, there's just been, there's just too much it's either really pushy or you're really rushed and you know a lot of appointments are only an hour we're doing an hour and a half just to give a little bit more time and I feel like you spend so much time kind of getting to know and trying to trying to understand what the person who's looking for the dress wants that you're really you eat up a lot of the time you could spend trying on dresses and I think 
when a lot of people are going into this, it's, they don't necessarily know what they want. I mean, there's always inspiration images, there's Pinterest, but every body type is different. And I think focusing on size is the wrong way to look at it because you're absolutely right. Like a bridal six isn't necessarily, I mean, we were just trying dresses on the other day and, uh, you know, someone who normally was a size four, like when they go to Lord and Taylor was a size six in the wedding dress. So it's just not, it's, we shouldn't focus on size. I mean, that's a big thing. It's like having a full, a different range of sizes is important to us from a sample perspective, just because we want everyone to feel like we can get them into something that really fits their body and, and looks good, whether it has to be pinned or the fabric needs to be added, whatever that is. But if you don't have that range, it's really, that's how the experience starts to break down because everyone's so size focused. Right. And I think that if you're saying like, okay, well, this sample is a size six. Well, I'm not sure if that's going to work for you. No, who ca- who cares what the sample size is? We're going to pull things that's going to work for you. doesn't matter what that number is. We'll take your measurements later. Just this is what's going to work. Let's put things on your body. Who cares what size it is in bridal? Like we're focusing on measurements. We're not focusing on those, number- <laughs> on Ex- those numbers because exactly. it's just not like nobody wants to. I don't care. You know, whatever size you are, if it's different from what you're typically used to, you're automatically, your brain automatically triggers. And right. it's, it's an unfortunate part of just how humans work, but you know, you're automatically triggered by it being negative, a negative or a positive thing. Right. I know. I wish you could just rip the size out so nobody saw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not, we don't have like, luckily most of ours, we don't have sit, there's no size tags like built into the dresses, but I'm not putting the sample size on the dress. I mean, we'll know on the back end. It's just not necessary because right. you know, people are going to sneak and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth knowing. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. So what I love about this is it sounds really like mindful and inclusive and, you know, as wedding photographers, you know, I have you on the phone, like, let's talk about it. Like, or, you know, how can we as wedding photographers or photographers, or, you know, inside the wedding industry, be more mindful and more inclusive? I think that the biggest thing just with really anyone in the wedding industry and wedding vendors, no matter if you're a photographer or a planner, or I mean, really even a band, but it's just important to show diversity and inclusivity, really, no matter how that looks. So, you know, whether it's size inclusivity, or, you know, people of color, people with disabilities, of course, the LGBTQ community, it's just, it's just important to show more of that because it's, there's no gay wedding or wedding of people with disabilities or a person of color wedding. It's just, it's just a wedding. So it's the same for dresses. Like there are just wedding dresses. It shouldn't be skinny dresses, fat dresses, or dresses for people with disabilities. Like, why is that a thing? Um, And I think that it's very easy for wedding vendors to just kind of say that, oh, we're this and this friendly or this and this, but, you know, be careful of the words that you use in portfolios or in documents in general, because it's just, you just want to appeal to anyone who's looking to plan a wedding, no matter who they are or who they love or, you know, where, you know, kind of wherever they're coming from in the world and whatever their way of thinking or, or just any of lifestyle choices, like that's not, it's just a wedding. And I think that people often go maybe too far on either of the spectrums instead of it just being like, we're showing everyone because everyone are the people who are getting married. So 
I think that the wedding industry in general has a lot of work to do just on diversity and inclusivity in general. And look, I'm definitely no expert, but I'm just a big proponent of everyone having the same experience no matter what. So it's important to me to show as much as I can of just different body types and, you know, different orientations and whatever your skin color is like everyone deserves to relate to something when they're looking for something wedding related. And I think that's where the industry has a little bit of work to do. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree too. And it's, I think it's an interesting point what you said about defining yourself as like being LGBTQ friendly or, you know, being gay friendly. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't define my business or myself that way. I'm just like, I'm friendly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, Samantha, you know, Samantha Jones, she's like, I don't believe in any kind of party. I just believe in parties. You know, like that's kind of my philosophy. Like if you want to hire me, like let's do it. Like I'm going to photograph you and your wedding day the same way I would photograph anybody else's. And, you know, maybe the posing might be a little different. Like if it's two men, two women, you know, like there are things to consider. But at the end of the day, I go in the same way. And I'm yeah. sure you do too. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. And that's kind of – we. we it's, it's very similar for, for dresses and it's very similar for the way I approach my clients as, um, from a planning perspective, it's just, you know, I think that it's important for every couple to get the experience that they want no matter what. So we should be getting to know our couples intimately. And I think that that brings out how you will execute your job. So for example, um, you know, if not assuming that, there's going to be a specific way that everyone walks down the aisle or not assuming that there's going to be a father daughter dance and mother son dance. you know there's all these little we we kind of default to this vocabulary of just asking people kind of the typical and I'm using air quotes when I say that but you can't see me um, <laughs> like using all these this like typical verbiage like even bride and groom like we're just using all of these terms because that's what we're ingrained to do but getting to know your couples individually as two humans is really kind of what is going to dictate how the process goes. And I think that that's exactly right. Like people may not feel as comfortable posing a certain way or, you know, but that's something that you've talked about and intimately understand with your couple because they are individual humans and they should be treated as such versus just kind of having this blanket. Okay. Do you want to do this or don't you want to do this? Like, well, what, like, do I have to kind of make that decision? Like this should be our own thing. Um, and I think that it's, it's very easy to just default to just what this wedding industry has kind of thrown at everyone for years and years and years. And there's nothing wrong with a super traditional wedding, but every couple I think needs to be treated individually. And that's kind of where we're going with, with the store as well, where it's like, if you come in, we have samples in four through 24 sizes. So if, if you come in and you're a double zero, if you're really petite, if you're a size 32, if you're someone who needs custom measurements because your top measurement's completely different from your bottom measurement, like there's, there are ways to do that. And if you're just treated as an individual and as opposed to putting everyone in the same box and saying, well, we have all, like all of our samples are size eight. Well, that's not going to work because if someone right. comes in and they're a double zero, if someone comes in and they're a 32, you know, the double zero it's going to be very hard for them to envision themselves in that dress because the bust isn't going to work. It's just going to be very challenging to pin them into something. Right. And then if you're a 24, if you're a 32, 
if you can't get that dress over your hips, you're not going to be able to envision what that looks like. And I think, you know, I understand that wedding dresses the way that they are, you're a wedding dress shop cannot buy every dress in a size four, a size eight and a size 16 and a size 20. It just, it, it just doesn't work that way. But having a wider range allows you to know a hundred percent that if you walk in, you're able to put something over your body. Like something is going to be there that fits you. And if you customize something else, or if you, if you end up finding another dress that, okay, maybe it is in a sample size eight, but you've tried on something similar enough where you feel confident to place that order. I think just being able to treat everyone as an individual who walks in and be able to, to speak to their individual preferences is super helpful. And I think that that's how it should be treated from a vendor perspective as well throughout the whole wedding. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. All right. So since I have you on the phone and you are a fantastic wedding planner, I love working with you. you. (laughs) I would love for you to share um, with our listeners three tips that they can use to be the best photographer for their clients and their planner. Okay. This, these are good questions. Okay. So tips, let's see. Um, I think that timelines are kind of my biggest as a planner are my biggest thing. So the more information that we have in the beginning from a photographer, it makes it so much easier. Like when I work with really great photographers like you, we always know what to plan for in advance. So Obviously, the couple could throw a wrench in things with a family photo list that's 7,000 lines long, <laughs> but, but there's nothing worse than being in a situation where a timeline's created and then basically has to be redone, like when a photographer is kind of ready to talk later in the process. And you being involved earlier in the process always helps us because the earlier we have that family photo list, the earlier we have that run of show done, which means that all the vendors can get involved and then it's just really smooth. And overall, the logistics just work out so much easier. Um, I find that some photographers just really don't communicate much during the process. And it can kind of be a little bit harder to get information. And the more open about it and the more involved you are in that run of show process, to me, means that the ultimately, like, that timeline and that day is going to run so much better because we had the time to really work it out and make sure that it's perfect. Yeah. I love that. I'm super involved. So yeah, I yes. think that's such a good tip. If you, I mean, you're such an important part of the day. Like why, you know, why not kind of insert yourself earlier to just make sure, well, one, I mean, you need the time. So there's nothing worse than you having to feel rushed. A photographer yeah. feeling rushed on a wedding day is my worst nightmare because it's just not, it's like, you're halfway through the wedding photo and hair and makeup took forever. And this, you know, you have all these things going on and having that run of show with that padding built in is so great. So like if we can talk behind the scenes, be like, Hey, let's pad this 15 minutes because you know, we may end up late or we feel like this may take a little bit longer. Or we have to get to a separate location. Um, so just having those conversations and being really open um, is just so important. And another tip is, meeting the couples in person, even if they don't have an engagement shoot. Like I find that if there's no engagement shoot scheduled, a lot of times so much time will go by and there's really only been phone conversations. Your relationship with the couple as a photographer is so important. And it's just, there's so much like awkward feelings around a camera for a lot of couples that I I don't necessarily know why, but it's so nice to just sit down with 
the photographer before and kind of get a feel for their personality because then you'll automatically feel a little bit more comfortable. So the equipment may make you feel uncomfortable, but if you're comfortable with the person, it makes it so much less awkward on the wedding day. Oh, that's awesome. I love that tip. That's a good line too. I'll use that. (laughs) That's good. I love that. And do you have one more? Oh, okay. Um, Oh, I thought of a good one. Tell the planner if you need help. So like I said, that family photo list, that's 7,000 lines long. We have been with these people most likely for a couple of days. So for you coming in, like you figuring out who like grandpa Max is, is like, how, how am I going to find this person in a sea of people? So it's, you know, we can, we don't know everybody, but we can usually figure it out. So we know kind of the key players. And if you need the help, we are there to make it as seamless as possible for everybody. So use us. I mean, say 10 year assistant, hang here with me and just help me call these out. Like these people are just like herding cats. Like it's impossible. You know, whatever <laughs> you, whatever you need, planners are there again to make it as easy as it can possibly be. And that goes for vendors too. I mean, we're not just there for the couple because if the vendors are happy, the couple's happy and it goes really smoothly. So if you need to call in the reinforcements, like that's what we're there for. So utilize us and don't hesitate to ask for help from a planner to get these people corralled or, you know, to push things along with hair and makeup. And, you know, it's, it's our job to really be, to be there and be paying attention to the timeline. But if there's something that you need that it should be, we want you to use this as a resource. Yeah. I love that. And especially, yeah, family photos are like, can be very hard to get done quickly. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't want to like rag on hair and makeup, but you know, when they're, <laughs> when they are late for hair and makeup, I know when they are late, they really mess up the timeline. So I love that you guys are like, let's go. We got to go get that gloss on. We need, we yep. need, we need her out the door. So that's really good. Okay. So what I want to do is this really fun new thing. Uh, well, I think it's fun. Um, it's a lightning round. So I want you to just tell me like, what are your first thoughts about these trends um, or the trends air quotes just to, you know, <laughs> yep. air quotes um, again. yeah. So like, what are your first thoughts and like, you love it or hate it? Like I want to, I want to know. So you want to play? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Blush bridesmaids dresses. Oh God. Okay. I can love them, but be so careful with bridal party skin tones. It may not be fun for everybody to be wearing that light pink dress. Right. Agreed. Totally. <laughs> All right. Green and white florals. Try to add in a little bit of texture, maybe a pop of color. Just have a little fun with it. Doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be all green, all eucalyptus, and all roses. Have a little fun. Play with some texture. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Colorful weddings. Love them. Be careful of making a rainbow wedding, but splashes of color totally into jewel tones totally into play with it yeah cool all right sparkler exits oh good lord um (laughs) i have a love-hate relationship with them same um i mean i've burnt my face i've burnt my hair oh my gosh (laughs) drunk people love to wave those things around all willy-nilly it's a nightmare for a planner it's great for photos (laughs) so i mean don't do it unless your photographer is staying because your guests will not get good photos of it. Um, and always light sparklers off of other sparklers. Pro tip. Don't try to use lighters because you'll just get burned. <laughs> that is a good pro tip. Yeah, I had um, 
just a funny story at the end of a wedding that like I was leaving and we did it early. That's also another tip. We do it before mm. I leave. So we get it before everyone's really kind of, you know, in the bag. Yep. And I swear the one bridesmaid, she was just complaining the whole time. And then she almost got almost lit on fire. And I was like, oh, girl, we're almost done. Just stay right there. <laughs> we're so close. So sorry. Okay. Burlap and mason jars. But I have to preface this with, I, I haven't shot this in 10 years, but look, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I look, we're not here to judge. I mean, I, <laughs> I just say, stay away from burlap. It's like itchy and sneezy. And it's like, <laughs> like, it just, I just don't get it. The whole, like, remember when burlap and lace together was a thing? Like right. that makes no sense. I mean, if you're going to do mason jars, like go for it. There's nothing wrong with the mason jar on its own. It's cool. It can fit a lot of flowers in it. Fine. The burlap is just the burlap and the lace. I'm happy. I was happy to see that one go. Yeah, totally. Okay. So what about, let's do this one. Um, what is a trend that you want to stay around forever? This isn't like a, it's not like a decor trend, but I really love family style and I feel like it's trendy to do a family style dinner now, but I hope it never goes away. I just think it's fun. It allows more options. Like I don't love the like plate of meat and potato and green beans. And I just hope that that stays away forever. And I think that if you like a family style dinner with like bistro string lights should stay forever and never get old. Yeah, I agree. I love bistro string lights. I feel like they always dress up any room, even if it's like a crappy room during the day, you turn on those string lights. Yeah. You're like, this is the best place ever. <laughs> I mean, you can get married in like a post office if you put, if you put a bunch of string lights up. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what it is. I do I not know what it is. It's romantic. It's romantic. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been amazing. Ah, so it went by so fast. Oh my goodness. It really did. It really did. <laughs> so let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, your new shop and say hello online. Yeah. So I love DM. So follow me on Instagram. Um, all who wander events and wander atelier. They're all kind of linked to each other. So if you find me one place, you can always find me somewhere else. I'd, love to hear from you feel free to ask any questions that you have and you know I'm here to help so go through that website go through that Instagram and DM me awesome cool and I will list all your information in the show notes and links to the store so you guys can pop over and where exactly is it located I realized that we never actually said the town yeah so it's in Caldwell New Jersey which is right near Montclair perfect awesome very close to the city for anyone listening in yes, New York and no sales tax Ooh, even better. You guys, good tip at the end there. Good. Thank you, Nicole. So great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, that's it, you guys. What an incredible show today. Thank you, Nicole, for being here. I loved having you on the show. I'm so happy we were your first podcast. You were great. Um, everyone, I'm going to put all of her information in the show notes. You can visit her at all Who Wander events on Facebook, on Instagram. She's at Wander Atelier, also on Instagram and Facebook. 
And she's also at allwhowanderevents.com if you want to visit her for her wedding planning services. And again, this will all be in the show notes, so you guys can just click on the links. You don't have to worry about remembering anything. Thank you again for listening. We would love your kind words, your sweet reviews, and I cannot wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys.